Members of Congress are voting now for a second time on whether to impeach the Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas. These are live pictures from the House floor on your screen right now. Republicans say they think they have the votes to get this passed. And the vote tallies that you see here reflect the actual vote in the impeachment. Manu Raju is back with me on Capitol Hill. So, Manu, as we watch this vote tally move, what's the latest you're hearing? Yeah, there is confidence among top House Republicans that they do indeed have the votes to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas in large part because of the number of absences. That's going to affect the total number of votes here that they can afford to lose because it requires a majority of people who are actually present and voting. And all day long, there have been concerns about some members simply not being able to show up to vote. But in the previous two votes that just occurred on the House floor, there have been essentially four members who are missing, at least in the last vote, two Republicans, two Democrats. That does not affect the vote tally. And there are three Republicans right now at the moment who have voted against it. That is all Speaker Johnson can afford to lose. So if another Republican were to vote no, that would be enough to scuttle it. But there is no indication that that is going to be the case. In fact, the three Republicans who have voted no are the same ones who voted no last time. Congressman McClintock of California, Ken Buck of Colorado, Mike Gallagher of Wisconsin, the only three Republicans to vote no. No Democrats voting for this very vote historic and extremely controversial measure to charge the Homeland Security Secretary with committing high crimes or misdemeanors over his handling of the southern border with Mexico. This has not been done before to a Homeland Security Secretary. There's only the second time a cabinet secretary has faced such charges to try to remove him from office by Congress. This, though, at the moment, Aaron, it appears that they are on their way to doing just that because right now it's deadlocked, 213 to 213. There are three Republican no votes, not people, um, Republicans who are not voting at the moment. There are two Democrats who are not voting. If that one Republican who has not yet voted votes yes, that should be enough to push him over the finish line, assuming those other members do not return here. 214 to 213 could be the majority vote here. So Republicans are watching as this is deadlock now at 213, 213. We'll see if anything has changed. But from no, oh, there we go, Aaron, 214 to 213. Republicans right now have the votes to impeach Mayorkas. The question was if anything changes here. Any so last second surprises among Democrats walking in here to change the vote. But we, it looks like that there's going to be an announcement here behind the dais that could be the Speaker of the House himself announcing that vote total, Aaron. So we should listen in when he, when he bangs that gavel down. But it appears that they have the votes, Aaron. All right. On so this vote, the yeas are here two he is. Let's listen. and the nays are 213. The resolution is adopted. Manu, just uh, to put the uh, loud and clear here, that's the... Pursuant well, to Section listen. 2A of House Resolution 996, House Resolution 995 is hereby adopted. So, Manu, to be clear, that means that the House has impeached the Homeland Security Secretary. That he has been impeached, Aaron, on the narrowest of margins on a day in which the New York special election could change the balance of power in this razor-thin Republican majority. Had there been that Democrat, Tom Suozzi, who was on the ballot tonight, they would not have had the votes to impeach Alejandro Americas. But tonight they did on the 214 to 213 vote, moving on something that they have been working on for pretty much the past year, something to, that legal scholars really in both parties have questioned the, uh, the whether or not this was deserved for the Homeland Security Secretary, but one in which the Republicans say that 
because of his handling and things that he had said to Congress was enough to charge him with a high crime or misdemeanor. Now, Aaron, there will be a number of uh, procedural things that will happen over the next several days, one of which is to actually send the two articles of impeachment over from the House to over to the Senate, and then right. the Senate will have to make a decision on how to proceed here. The Senate generally has, can make its own rules on how to deal with impeachment trials, but one of the things that they can do is by a simple majority, simply vote to dismiss this altogether, and Democrats have a 51-49 Senate, and there's an expectation that all Democrats will vote to dismiss this and end this completely, something that Democrats call a charade, a farce, and a, and a, and a, and a hoax, as a, in the words of Democrats here. But nevertheless, a very significant move by the House Republicans after failing to move forward last week due to absences and miscalculation by the Speaker of the House. Now Mike Johnson has the votes. They have just impeached Alejandro Mayorkas. Now the action is over to the Senate in a matter of a few days or weeks. Aaron. So, Manu, let me just ask you, though, as you, as you lay this out, it goes over to the Senate, the articles, and I, obviously people may remember uh, when this happened with President Trump, right, there was a group uh, who walked the articles over. There's a process. They walk over. Now, if they are dismissed, as, as you're saying, it is, it is virtually certain that they will be, um, I, I understand there's a time frame that that would happen under. But then what does that mean for the House? If, they, if they're just outright dismissed by the Senate, are there... Can you walk through whether there's hearings or not or what the House is going to be doing with its time? It's over, Aaron. Once they're then done, once the Senate acts, it is done. And in order to, to convict, of course, you need two-thirds majority to do that. And there's absolutely no chance that would happen right. in the Senate, given that there's no Democrats who supported this in the House. are not going to be expecting any Democrats to support this in the Senate. And a lot of Democrats simply say this is a complete waste of time, given the real concerns and issues and policy changes that both parties say are needed at the southern border with Mexico. But still, this is something that show, shows the, the, how Republicans view the border issue playing in this campaign season. Even vulnerable Republicans in the House, people who represent districts that Joe Biden won, all essentially voting to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas here, recognizing they believe that this yeah. issue has potency with their voters. So, Aaron, they're moving ahead here as we saw on the and floor. But you're right, the Senate's going to kill this when they get back into session in a couple of weeks. So you got a couple of weeks here where it's hanging. I, I will point out, though, Manu, uh, Ken Buck, uh, Gallagher, they are, I'm sorry, are, have announced they're not running for re-election, right? So two of the three in the House who voted against this, and by the way, that was something that was supported by leading conservative constitutional scholars like Jonathan Turley, right? They are doing so because they're not running for re-election, or at least they have the, free, the runway to, right? Otherwise, they, they could lose. Ken Buck, by the way, is going to be with us in just a few moments. But how do you anticipate this going in the Senate? Do you think it's just a simple party line, or are there Republicans who are going to say that to say, to, to go ahead with this, to say high crimes and misdemeanors would be ridiculous? Yeah, it's, it's a good question, Aaron, because there actually are a fair amount of Republicans uh, right now who actually are uncertain about whether or not uh, they will go down this route. In fact, senior Senate Republicans who I've been speaking with, people like Mitt Romney or others uh, in the Republican leadership on the Senate side, simply say that uh, this was 
this, you know, have not weighed in. They, they view this as sort of a distraction of sorts. But there will be a lot of pressure on a lot of those Republicans, particularly ones who are not retiring, like a Mitt Romney, to vote right. for this. So I expect most Republicans in the Senate to vote for it. But maybe some of them who, as I mentioned, Mitt Romney or Senator Lisa Murkowski, uh, someone from Alaska, she is still very much uh, potentially could run down the line, although she just recently won re-election. So she does not have those re-election pressures. I asked her about that just a few days ago, too, Aaron. Yeah. She had real concerns about going down this route. So I, it wouldn't be surprising to me to see a bipartisan Senate majority reject this going forward. Certainly not a bipartisan Senate majority supporting moving ahead, Aaron. Right, which obviously would be very significant.